You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez-Cleary. Brought to you by Empire Fence and Netting on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to the happy hour right here on 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. I am Rico, joined by the boys from On The Block. Gentlemen, how are we today? Just great. Dandy. You know what? I, I would say it's great. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm with Austin. It, it's no wind outside. It's still 30 degrees, but it feels like it's 50 to me. So it's a great day. Uh, the sun is shining, man. Uh, I, you know, I... Just glad to be here in the studio with you, Rico. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, right? Yeah, after a sad night, I slept good. <laughs> I was I, feeling kind of just, uh, it, Rico, last night was probably being a, a guy that has basketball in my bones, in my body. Last night was a night where I just, for the, f- for the first time in a while, where I just felt dumbfounded. Where I just didn't know, I didn't have an answer. When I was doing post game last night, I mm-hmm. was looking at the stats. I was look. I watched the game. I was in the building, and I was literally dumbfounded as to how they were down thirty points. When I was looking at everything, so and and you know, or I don't twenty points. I don't know mm-hmm. if I'm alone. Like the defensive activity for Nebraska was there. There was a lot of times where the threes that Northwestern hit were well contested or somebody was there and was an inch off of blocking the shot and it still went in. Am I wrong in saying like they they did everything in their power on the defensive side to stop Northwestern but it was just the Wildcats night like it it seemed as if every three would fall. Well, and that's what I say. So that that's when I'm able to come back to this this specific point and why I say the pace needs to change. Look, you look at the possessions, you look at the shots, it was 50, 56 for them, 53 for us. You look at uh, the rebounds were the only thing that pretty much was dominated by them. But then you look at uh, the turnovers, you look at all the things were equal. Um, the only difference was the second chance point numbers were higher than what Nebraska's was. And rightfully so, they, they outworked them. But the difference also was they won – a lot of the 50-50 balls in Nebraska had been pretty much winning all year. Um, but it was. When teams like that, when you say, have a night, mm-hmm. their pace of play is going to kill them. And because you're going to have to get more opportunities if your style of play is um, – basically, let me say it like this. Let me retract. Northwestern played the way that I hoped Nebraska would have played. They took secondary opportunities, and when Nebraska did, they made the most out of them other than a couple of times they hit Tamanaga in the corner or they hit somebody and they just missed a shot. Mm-hmm. But they got a great shot, and that's the kind of that, – that's the shot that they can get that's not going to be better than any shot that they're going to get in their half court, and that's what they have to hunt for. I saw Northwestern in secondary opportunities – just do a slight attack, backfield. So basically, a slight attack. Mm-hmm. You had a trail field, hit the guy, bow three. That's the type of stuff Nebraska needs to do because otherwise they're they're going to struggle. Let me throw this idea out to you: Denim Dawson small ball five. I mean, I I saw small ball four, but 
I don't know if they can go that small. I just don't know. Uh, in the Big Ten, when you've got to face Dickinson mm-hmm. and the likes of them, that it can totally work. You have, you have to be elite on offense in yeah. that case. So if you're thinking small ball four, are you athletic enough then with Wilhelm at the five and Dawson at the four? Does that work? I think you could do that. I mean, could you keep Dawson two, three, Greasel who's six six at the four? Well, what you could do is have Greasel guard. Greasel play the one. So so uh, initiate exactly. Ben Simmons. That's that's what we used to do when I played mm. because I can guard three to four. You can guard up the spectrum. Yeah, up the spectrum, and even and and it can allow Steve Nash to be put somewhere else or even Michael someone less Finley. threatening. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So so it can work because I think Den- Denim is physical enough to do it. Um he works hard enough. I even think Lawrence works because I've seen him go down there and put body on mm-hmm. on a few of their big men to keep them from getting rebounds. I think they work hard enough to do it. I don't know if uh Breidenbach's enough of a dog, but what was very disappointing to me and I know we'll talk about this more on the block was just um the the lack of assertiveness for Walker. I talked about that on Water Cooler. You had 11 combined shot attempts from Walker and Greasel. Mm-hmm. Six for Walker, I believe, five from Greasel. That's not that's not enough. If you're trying to if you're truly trying to win, that's not enough. That's where I'll push back. If you're trying to win, absolutely, that's not enough shots. But Derek Walker and Sam Greasel right now are culture builders, right? I, I obviously, you have games left in the season. It's an uphill battle to win them. This was one of the more gettable games remaining on the schedule. If you're going to prioritize the future and sell the future, to me, you use Greasel and Walker as setup guys. Put Lawrence, put Dawson, Dawson put Breidenbach, put Tomanaga, That's even Wilshire, in positions that you want to see if they can handle it or if there's some promise to work on in the offseason. Where, yes, Greasel and Walker are still your two best players, but if you're going to look at the future, those guys are complimentary on the court, but they're key culture off it. Great, great point. I mean, I, I think that's that's something to think about because I, I'm going to be honest, uh, Rico. I don't, I don't see where they go from it. Do we need station ID? Yeah, we do. But I was just going to let you go finish ahead, your I'll point. Okay, okay. So wait, pause ten seconds for station ID. This is Lincoln's home for sports talk on the FM dial. Also online at theticketfm.com. On the internet. KNTK FM Firth. 93.7 The Ticket. Um, because I'm biased. <laughs> because I'm, what? I'm, I'm, You're I'm biased? A, I'm a Husker fan. <laughs> I Ooh, would you know, not just, have. Just didn't cut. think that would happen. Um, but I, 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 I love that Austin just kind of recentered my thinking. Because to me... I'm still looking at ways for them to win. And I think the way to it is similar to how we're thinking of how can we, you know, make those guys do what they're supposed to do with consistency Mm -hmm. and then have those other guys be complimentary in that. And you're getting to see a little flash of what Jamarcus Lawrence could be. And Mm -hmm. I, I felt that he's probably the other only other guy outside of Walker and Tamanaga and Greasel in the post that can actually get his own shot. To me, if you want to do that, if you want to get the young guys more involved, but you want to keep the old guys involved and you want to, you know, attempt to win some more games, have Sam and Walker play off ball. Don't don't run the offense through Walker. Run it through Jamarcus, run it through Denham, run it through Tominaga, run it through Wilhelm, and let those two play off the ball so you can have them set these other guys up, and if they're in the right position, to still take shots and score the ball. 
Absolutely, and that's where I think Greasel and Walker being those culture guys, having played a lot of college basketball like they have, it's a big ask of them in their last year to take that step back, sacrifice for the team in mid-season, well, late in the season, ask them to change their role. But they seem like good guys. They seem bought in. If they're willing to do that you know, for the future of the program, that's huge, in my opinion. Well, and then that's, that's where next level takes – an issue. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't see them as guys that are chasing that next level with some of the uh, fervor that Verge and and probably Mm -hmm. Bryce was. Um, But those are role guys at the next level, right? Neither one of them. Well, no, I'm saying, no, I'm I'm with you. I'm Mm -hmm. in agreement with you. I'm just saying they were chasing it. Yeah. I don't see Greasel and Walker as those guys that are just as like, we we will play our way into getting drafted. Yeah. I don't see them as that. So, I mean, I still can see that they want to play at the next level, so I don't think a total just abdication of it yeah. would be something that they would be okay with. But yeah. I would, I could see them saying, okay. Sacrificing a little, a little bit. bit. I it, can see that. Yeah, And you shouldn't ask it of them to go completely in the backseat, you know, put their headphones in and that's that. Mm-hmm. But if these guys aren't going to be, you know, stars in Europe or somewhere else when they play – Fred Hoiberg's seen enough basketball. He should have an idea or have people to talk to say, hey, what are these guys' roles if they go to the next level? Can you get them experience in that somehow? It was just so hard to watch. Like, the start of the game, it started off so promising. You had, and I've said it, K-State, 12 straight points. He had all of the points for Nebraska. You're thinking this is going to be a great game for K-State Tominaga. He finishes with 22 Hit his first three threes. Didn't hit a three-pointer after that. Uh, I think it was like three for 12 from three-point land. Um, Started two of three, ended three of nine. Okay, yeah. It was three of nine from from, from behind the arc. Kind of kind of teased the fans a little bit. Teased the crowd with some pump fakes at half court. <laughs> Thinking, oh, you know, I'll pull up from here. He was Look, he was hot. He was hitting them. And then uh, uh, Denim Dawson with the dunk to send the crowd into a fervor despite being down 15 or yeah. something at the time. It was still just, just a moment where... You see the emotion and the the you know the fact that these guys are bought in and they're still they're still trying. They were down twenty two and they ended up being down by ten with like a minute and a half a left. They still had a chance with three. Yeah, well, actually, with three minutes they had a chance. Yeah, they had a couple of turnover situations. They were only down like Sam, thirteen. Sam uh, Sam Hoiberg coming in yeah. playing a big role, yeah. finishing with six and six. And like you said, the pace. Getting out on the fast break, getting the getting the not easy layup, kind of a yeah. kind of a transition That's what I'm layup. About. It's, it, 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 it works. It was a secondary. It wasn't even a fast break. It wasn't like your traditional fast no. break. It was a secondary. It was kind of like... He was feeling it out for a second, and then he realized, you, go, you know what? I think I can get this. Yeah, and that's all I'm talking about. So those who are listening, if you're listening on the stream or you're listening, that's what I'm talking about when I say secondary. I'm saying it's not always fly, 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 fly. I'm saying probe it. Go and see. Because obviously when you have matchup situations in a transition defense, sometimes you get mismatched. Okay. We don't run offense in that situation because why would we want to set a screen to allow them to get back to normal coverage? The play stops. If freaking Walker has a boo buoy on him, there's no freaking play. No. Everybody Give him the ball. Move out. Bam, bam. Yep. That's how it you should move, be. You move. You're getting the ball. Right? But with Nebraska, I don't know. I, I'm not going to say it's an IQ thing. Maybe it's they want them to do this type of thing. They will run a screen and let everything work itself back out Get to fixed. normal. Yeah. And it just, oh, it's frustrating to me. But, Okay. If it is called like that, if you're Fred Hoiberg or anyone on the coaching staff, 
don't you want your guys attacking the mismatch? Like, you have a way you want to play, but it's bad basketball to not attack that mismatch. Even if you call something different, don't you want your guys to still go for it when you have it? If you call a play and something something works itself out where you end up getting a mismatch, like like Strick said, play is over. You're getting the ball. Right. And Fred and Fred is a pro and has been a pro, a long-time pro, and he knows that. Um, so, therefore, him me knowing he knows that, then I think it's something else to hit to it. Um, again, I think he's building a culture. He's building discipline. He's building – so – so he's not allowing those breakdowns because if you don't have a, f- a fully disciplined and high, super a high IQ team, mm-hmm. then bad shots begin to creep in. That mismatch everybody isn't always... thinks I got a mismatch. Yeah, that mismatch you know isn't always going to be there. Sometimes you need to go through the entire play to find the shot that you're actually looking for. Yeah, if the mismatch is there, you take it. But like you said, if he's building something, you want to work through that first, get that down pat before you take advantage of the mismatches that you're going to have got about a minute left uh i do want to you guys talked about the nfl awards yesterday yeah we did. all the all the finalists how upset are you that pete carroll and uh who's the lions head coach again campbell campbell dan campbell aren't listed as coach of the year finalists um i think it's troubling i think they should definitely be in the mention but austin probably has a better take on that than me it th- there have been more egregious oversights but it's a bummer it's very sad. It's very sad. Speaking of, and like this is a terrible transition on my part. Three years ago today, Kobe Bryant, Gigi, the helicopter, all of everybody else that was on that, uh, may they rest. I remember exactly where I was when I got the news. Didn't want to believe it. Three years ago today, may they rest in peace. Yeah. Kobe, uh, we came in the same year. Did you? Dang. We played against each other in summer league. That's going to do it for the happy hour on the block up next. Yeah.